This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. A second straight night of freezing temperatures threatens heading wheat in the southern plains and is now spread over much of central U.S. with another freeze expected tonight. Extraordinarily tight stocks have basis levels very strong as users without forward coverage through summer scramble. Weather maps show the freeze covers the entire southern and central plains and corn belt. Freezing temperatures can also damage newly emerged corn. Nationally, only 2% of the crop has actually emerged, but in Texas that figure is over 50%, and the freeze expanded to the northern half of that state, which includes nearly all its important corn-growing region as well. As noted in yesterday's report, new contract highs have looking at longer-term weekly or even monthly charts for overhead resistance. Soybean resistance will come in at $15 psychological level, followed by the 2014 high of 1536. Corn will need to hold above $6 in order to mount the challenge of 62% retracement level at 635. Turning to the soy complex, meal has been the sluggard, with crusher demand primarily for the oil resulting in a lot of long oil short meal spreading. We're at the stage now where unwinding of those spreads has halted the decline in meal, creating what we think an opportunity for meal users to use the break to cover needs through summer if you hadn't on prior advice. The weekly chart shows the $400 level has held firm yet again. On the hogs, both lean hogs and pork cutout futures had broken their long-term uptrends on daily charts and had a sharp but brief break. After yesterday, much of the break has been recovered and could be headed for a retest of prior highs. In fact, the uptrends are solidly in place on weekly and monthly hog charts. As the May contract pushes to new highs, the $110 level will be at the next resistance, while the deferred contracts will struggle to break out to new contract highs. The recent June contract high was posted at 110, while the July has 107.80 and the August into the 103 area. Port prices at retail have risen, and retail are featuring typical shifts to beef about this time each year. Port prices at retail have risen, and retail are featuring typically shifts to beef about this time each year. On the cattle, the cattle outlook on the cash side looks firm, and even futures have scored a comeback after hitting five-week lows to start the week. Declining open interest on the break strongly hinted it was long liquidation by funds rather than fresh selling, and now that may have come to an end. Even feeder cattle did well yesterday in the face of strong gains in corn prices. That's unusual, but feeder cattle were due for at least a corrective bounce after five straight trading days lower on high-volume trade. Brazil is expected to approve a measure to provide corn importers an exemption on an 8% import duty, which applies to countries outside of Mercosul. Mercosul is a trade agreement among neighboring countries, similar to our NAFTA, except for South America. Despite high prices, some don't think it will be necessary, saying it depends upon how well the safrinha crop performs. If that is the principal deciding factor, they should approve the import exemption now. Depending upon the region, 45% of the safrinha corn was planted late. In full transparency, it is probably more like 60%. As the pressure builds to get their crops in, my impression is that they moved the goalposts when it came to meeting deadlines. Planting safrinha corn in March was not acceptable, and suddenly now it is when they have no choice. 
My Brazilian family planted 2,200 acres of safrinha corn in Minas Gerais. For the moment, it is looking good. However, the forecast is turning dry and won't be long before it begins to show drought stress. I expect we will begin to see several pictures circulating social media showing crop damage to the safrinha crop next month. AgroConsult has begun reducing yield estimates for the safrinha crop. Whatever the yield reduction is, it likely won't be enough. Switching to soybeans, Brazil's overall soybean crop is coming in higher than expected and should exceed 135 million metric tons. While yields in Mato Grosso and Goiás got clipped, they came in much higher in many other states. Bahia, my home state, had one of its best seasons ever, which is expected to average over 60 bushels per acre, with some farmers reporting yields at over 70 bushels per acre. That is impressive for the state yield average, where they plan over 4.2 million acres. Brazil's overall yield average is expected to be around 53 bushels per acre, meeting or surpassing that of the U.S. In Minas Gerais, my family's soybean crop performed very well, averaging close to 64 bushels per acre on roughly 7,000 acres. I believe that is a new record. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, visit us online at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Oh, my God.